Blog Talk Radio. You know, I still believe, still believe it. How we gon' follow our dreams locked in a prison? They try to swallow me whole, God be my witness. Deprive me out of my dreams, but I'm relentless. I want the money, ain't never want attention. So I don't pay attention to comments and all the mentions. Cause they ain't see my vision. I was washing dishes till my rats turning to riches. Glad when it was Christmas. We ain't even barely get presents, but we was gifted. In a school of failure, we present perfect attendance. Welfare, baby, we working with what they give us. Made me some common judge, still gave me a sense, no period. City girls don't get scared when it's really real in your bank account. 20 mil in your house, up on the hill in your phantom. In the driveway, you walk out and see the grill. Thank God you believe. Make sure you pray when you kneel. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I Zero. Ain't never panic, I'm a superhero. Uh, target my goals and I'ma shoot the arrow. When God turned the heat up on me, he said, Use an arrow. Play your part. Got some brains like Scarecrow. Let's play it smart. Cause we ain't playing checkers, this is chess. Play your pawns. Sit back like a king when they move, make your mark. And never ever let your competition take your heart. Say, I believe in myself. When everybody stop believing, never leave on yourself. They had my back against the wall, I had to lean on myself. Almost made me put my dreams on the shelf. I'm tripping. Laws of attraction, you just think I'm... You know, I... Alrighty guys, we are just attempting to connect with the No BS Dual Show Sister to Sister Chat. So this is our first time, so just give us a moment as we make this happen. In the meantime, we will listen to some music. We're listening to a little bit of Believe by Meek Mill. This is definitely a time where we need to believe. And this is the 2020 election time, and we definitely need hope to believe. Um, we're going to go on to a little chosen 
and chosen is by Afika. This is a song that was debuted on Songland. And so let's check out Afika while we work to connect with Sister to Sister Chat. Fight what to kill for Oh. 
Alrighty, alrighty. Sorry to keep you guys waiting. I am working to merge this call to call in because I got to do all these numbers when I call in, and I don't have the extra keypad from the studio to do it. So I am just working, working, working to make this right. And they're um, actually on the line, so I don't want to interrupt. By um, I don't want to interrupt by. Welcome to Zoom. Enter your meeting ID followed by pound. See, this is what happens. The keypad is late. You have not entered any numbers. Please re enter your meeting ID followed by pound. You have not entered any numbers. Please re enter your meeting ID followed by pound. Goodbye. We're going to get this. We're going to get this right. I'm going to work to merge a call with the studio. So let's see how this is going to go. All right. Smart lady. I'll figure this out. Wow. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to put on a little music. We'll come right back. Okay, and we'll come right back. Mm. Let's start off with something else. This is not something nice and fun to listen to. Do I have anything nice and fun? Let's see. Okay. I think everybody likes to hear the ranch. I mean, I love this version of ranch. <laughs> I get the version from the voice, but I love it. So let's listen to this ranch while I work in the Ah! 
until the host admits you to the meeting. Know, uh, where, you know, what we've gone through, and they'll be better prepared for us to go forward. And that's how I got civic engagement. That's how I got civic in, in information and education. My education didn't come from a party or party perspective. It came from my family and then community. And then subsequent to that, the district council 33, um, in the union my mother was involved in, my dad was a member of TW234. So I start, that's, that's where my education comes from. We have young people who, who don't have that lineage, don't have that distinction um, and, and heritage that's intact in their community, so they don't know. So you say vote your life depends on it. They don't realize, they like, I, I don't say I vote depends on my, my life. I don't know who sacrificed for it because they haven't had those stories um, 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 passed down on um, from person to person, and then we don't communicate and articulate with them and, and share with them and educate them enough. Even if they haven't had that experience, they're not, they don't know the history, historical aspect of it. And we haven't explained the, the, the chessboard that's American to them and how to play the game and what part voting plays in it. But I'm always telling people, that, you know, in terms of voting is just one aspect of it. The other part is the engagement in, in action and in, in constant vigils and vigilance to make sure that your agenda is being met by people who you've invested in and you've invested in them with your vote, your time, and sometimes our money. So that's, you know, this is a critical education that we got to get out to our, 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 our communities because I've seen, we're seeing so many of them falling victim to, uh, to uh, slick managing, <laughs> campaign managing speeches, on, um, you know, messages on social media, misinformation and misdirection. And, and, and it, 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 it's, it's going to cause us a, a, a great deficit in the future um, where we can continue to um, highlight and uplift um, candidates like um, Donald J. Trump. Wow, wow. So, you know, um, I believe because we're having the conversation, if you can, is there any light out there or are you still in hiding? I'm not in hiding. I'm outside just chilling. No, I'm, I'm teasing you. This is a smoke you, section of the house. I'm, I'm, oh, teasing, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you because you said you had to leave. You know, you know, yeah, my dude said, that's why, that's why I like your platform. I can, I can be real. This, this ain't like my Fox 29 interviews. I got to, uh, yes, sir, you know, yeah. I, talking to my people, I can keep it real. I'm, I'm, I'm not hiding. I mean, I'm enjoying myself. Look. Hey. I am outside of Pennsylvania because there's going to be a lot of drama going on. <laughs> me, I ain't mad at you. Trust me when I say I ain't mad at you. As a matter of fact, I'm almost to the point that I say, send me the address. I can put it in GPS and I'll be there after the show to sit next to you. <laughs> light me up. You know, one, with, light, like, light one up for me. They know I'm a Republican. Some people get confused about who I am. So, <laughs> you know, I, I don't need to take any. I ain't taking no hits for them and those folks. I, you know, like I said, I, I'm I'm a registered because I'm a, I'm a modern Christian conservative. You I'm know, Republican, I, not retarded. So hey, I'm hey. 
I'm just out the way for a few days so everybody's calmed down and feeling better after after Biden actually wins. Let me get back to have a conversation. But yes. I've had friends. I've already had a friend that, that blocked me on her, on her Facebook page only because I brought up the point that, I, that I, I said that the Democratic Party is doing a poor job of communicating with black men and Hispanic men, and their messages don't suit them, and that's why you're seeing a fallout. And then she said, she went, oh, I'm blocking anybody's property. I'm like, hey. I mean, I'm just but that's people who don't understand. Those are those people who say that they're woke. You have to be woke on multiple levels. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. like you can, if if you're not communicating to people, you know, or having an open dialogue about what their needs are, helping them understand what's at stake, because the stakes are very high for them on a mm-hmm. daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, who do you, who do you put in position? to help you work out the state of your affairs. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So yeah. you can't get mad because somebody says that they're a Republican. My whole thing is, I realize that there are some things that Donald Trump did help to put in place. Bottom line, certain things you, can, you can't deny it. But then there's other things that are just like, okay, consciously, I cannot support somebody who is a blatant, and I could run down the list of the <laughs> negative things that I don't agree with. Right, right. It's like so, the pros and the cons. Right. And so I would, everybody, and I, and I say this, everybody has their good side and their bad side. Yep. Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes. But there are some people who make mistakes and don't acknowledge their mistakes and, re- and, and feel as though whatever decision they make, oh, well, so be it. I didn't end. And, and then you have those people who are mindful. You know what? I made a mistake. I dropped the ball here. I apologize. So this is where I'm going to strategize to try to make things better because there's a need for better. And that's where all the outrage, at least I believe, is where all the outrage comes in regards to Donald Trump and how he's managed the country and the people these past four years. And in particular, the, this past year. So, you know, when people start talking about, you know, because you're a Republican, I can't. Because you're a Democrat, I can't talk to you. You're not my friend anymore. It's not that. No, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. So I, I don't let it bother me because, the, you know, it's a small circle of folks that understand the, the, the dynamic playing field and um, my position on the board. So, and, and I'm good with that. But we certainly, uh, at, at, at a, on a larger scale, need to come to a point of un- understanding and um, political maturity to realize that you don't have to hate your brother or sister because you disagree with them. Exactly. You know what's be- funny? At the end of every election, be it on the local level or at the, the presidential level, mm-hmm. after all of the tallies are in, mm-hmm. and the winner is named, they become friends again. <laughs> um, this, I'm, I'm, and, and I'm telling you, many times they were never not friends. So. Exactly. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> this now, if y'all ain't never heard it before, y'all heard it again. It's time to do an Ace Ventura's moment. <laughs> say it again, Randy, what you say? I say many times they were never not friends. So um, It's the game. That's, that's that's what I know, you know what I'm saying? You know, again, working on the right and being a political strategist, I worked on tons of campaigns 
and I seen similar faces on in, at one party and then over one at the other. And I just look and go, hmm, is that how it's being played? Absolutely. So, you know, these, um, well, I tell people all the time, you know, fake friends and unreliable allies are sometimes worse than enemies. So, um, <laughs> you know what? You gonna you gonna burn the circus today. That's all I want to say with that. I rather, that- I, I rather you give it to me straight and let me know what's happening <laughs> than pretending that we're friends. And but you're an un, an unreliable ally. That means that when I need you, not calling you, I I, I can't depend that you're gonna be there. And I think right. that we've seen a lot of that's happening too many times in the black community. That's that true. we have fake friends and unreliable allies. That's true. Um. You know, and, and then there's always the onus is on the black people to, to save the the, the flailing, fledging um, campaign of, of somebody on, on the left or such. And I'd be like, well, you know, had you put, had you approached them in the beginning and put them on front street, you don't have to run down and chase them down back street. So, um, you know, I mean, this campaign just illustrated a whole bunch of stuff. I just think for black people that they uh, just really highlight and triggered in us that we got to take a different strategic approach to our, to, um, particularly politically, but our spirit of survival here in, in America, and that's that's what I'm. That's the most important thing to me, because it's clearly a calling card that neither party can save us. Um, and you know, and I say every every election cycle, black people are the greatest target. We're the biggest target, the biggest threat, and the big the biggest reward. So mm-hmm. it depends on how you look at it. We uh, a threat or or the reward. And we got to start being um, the, the reward to ourselves and because nobody is threatened by black people. Black people aren't threatened by black people. So we're never a threat to one another, and, but we got to become more of a reward to, a reward to ourselves and, and start really having forums and conversations like this that's not, not led by elected people or appointed people, just caring yeah. black people. Because those electors and appointees, you know, those are, you know, those are aren't sustainable. They they all got a time limit on when they got to re up and renew. So yes. you never mm-hmm. know if they what they doing during that renewal or that re up period. So and a lot of time is is that is that is a detriment and sacrifice to the community. So, well, if you got real people just talking real things, I, I I don't have to re, I don't have to renew on realness because I'm gonna keep it that way 100 all the time. So, but I like being on on this platform. So you're not know, with my scully. I can drink brown and, <laughs> and we can have real rap. So and ain't nobody talking about some dumb need. shit. This, this, this is, is so it's so because, necessary. And yeah. it's going back to what Shauna was talking about earlier. You know, we have this chessboard. Mm-hmm. The game is, is always in play. Always How are play. you positioning yourself or repositioning yourself? In order so that you, your family, and your community are always in a good position where you're not being overthrown by BS. Because this is what I know is guaranteed. This system in government is set in stone for over 200-something years. The cycle repeats itself. So they got it mapped out every election day between from now to, to until Jesus comes back. You know the date. You know the time. You know the year. You know the office, so it can't. We don't have to always be a surprise to us. Who's running this year? Well, who's what? No, it's not who's running what year. Get out of the people and look at what office is up this mm-hmm. year, because that's yeah. what they're running. They're running for the seat. So, what seat is open this year? What seat is, and and when does it come up again? And then you can strategically, strategically 
man, if I was your, your, your chess board to say, I want to have an impact in this race in this year, this race in that year, and boom, boom, boom. So when you, when the race comes about, you already understand what it does. We already have our agenda in place. The only thing you got to do now is figure out who's the person we're going to choose to fulfill that. So a lot of times the candidates come in, I'm running for X, I'm running for this by office, and the people don't even know nothing about the office, and the, and the candidate is telling them about it. Of course, they're going to tell you a version of their excuses to their popularity and like it because we're uneducated about it. So we got to know what they was on the chessboard, and that's easy because it's already set. What year? What, what year? Each seat comes up for a primary general election, and and look at it on a four-year cycle, and then you can strategically look like where can we make a great impact? We make change to put somebody in a position that could do some that makes some um, make a difference in our community. So we can't wait for candidates or parties to tell us what's happening. It's already set in stone. You can print it out and, and know the election dates and times all on your own. You ain't got to wait for somebody to knock on your door and tell you it's election. They running for audit general. They running for you know city controller or something. You got you should know when that's happening. You just said something so key, and I think that that will start conversation. And it will start action. Yes. There is a calendar. Let's start looking at what's at play, who's at play, what seats are up, and starting the conversations there amongst the people, you know, at the grassroots level. Like, that's what needs to happen in order for them to really get an understanding of what's going on. Yeah. Got to. Yeah, take the person and the elected official out of it. It's not targeting people. You're targeting seats. So you start having a conversation about this seat, this is what it does, this is the impact, and then the, the grassroots, they be more, okay, I need to get engaged. I need to make sure I, I have an input on that so we can control and, and affect it. And then you say, well, here are the people that's running for it. And then you can, make, you can make a far better qualified decision about who you vote for because you have a far better qualified understanding of how the seat works and, and what it does. And then you know the time for, the timeline on it, too, uh, how mm-hmm. long is up for re-election? Because they want to tap there, because like I can say, appointed and elected is all renewable relationships. So you know you ain't in it for 30 years like a mortgage or, a, or or for a lifetime like a marriage. This is a commitment for two years, four years, six years, or ten. <laughs> and exactly. I need to see some progress before <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And people not true to their commitment. So talking about a commitment, no. talking about a commitment, um, we have commitment news for my sister over there. She's going to be stepping out for a moment because um, she got things to do. Because, you know, after all, we sisters. I, I see her getting the hair ready. Yeah, yes. getting the hair ready. Hey, hey Thaddeus, you see her checking the mirror? Glosses, right? <laughs> Look at her. Like, yeah, she got things. I'm like, where, where you got these things to do, Ag? I'm yeah, about I to see okay, these so- doing. I'm directing a film, so we're about to go into rehearsal for it. I just wanted to make sure I jumped on and, you know, took part in this very important conversation. And I know that we're going to keep this conversation going. It's necessary. Even if it means means bringing or starting town halls with young people and community at the grassroots level, at this level, so that we can start preparing them for what is to come. So I thank you guys for coming on. I got to go. Shauna mm-hmm. and Sister Sister Chat, I love you guys. <laughs> Bye. And if Bye. I can see back, sister. I'll see back and call. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye.
And, you know, she mm-hmm. said something that was really encouraging to my heart because I know that when we were doing the uh, the whole election thing, um, I was quite surprised because the conversation I was having was not with people of my like mind or age or gender or ethnicity. It was the young people that I was having the conversations with. They were the ones that was on my phone talking about some, you know, if they get this state and this state, then we got the numbers and we can move forward. And I was like, wait a minute, we can have this conversation? They were like, yeah, we can have a conversation. We learned this before. We're learning this now. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it's like the warning of our children are lost. Don't you even believe it. Don't believe it because um, they're not lost at all. No, they're not. Oh, not at all. They have, they know exactly what's going on. And it's actually them that are making a lot of noise right now in in reference to what's going on. So with reference with what's going on, um, we be right back. I got a bill to pay. Y'all already know. We got a bill to pay. But before we pay the bill, before we pay the bill, I got to tell you why we're here. How about that? Get away, gotta get away. I don't know where to go. It's a good thing. I'm easy to know. 
the games that people play. I get it. Somebody might say that might not be related to the situation, but <laughs> so yes, yeah. in the situation that we're in right now, that was the closest I could get to having that conversation about the things that people do and the games they play. Talk about playing a game. Mm-hmm. Did y'all really think I wasn't going to come with my hat? I told you I was coming with my hat. <laughs> 
I plays the head game. We plays the head game. I'm just trying to tell you. A sister got your hat for days. What? I'm just saying. But yes, um, the games people play. And talk about that commitment game. We're committed as long as we got to be in it. But the minute we out of it, you don't know me. Or better yet, mm-hmm. you're only committed into the time that you need my vote. But then when you no longer need my vote, mm-hmm. you don't know me when I come to your office and say, I need your help. This I can handle That's what I was talking about. The, we can handle that about All these seats yes. come with a, a, a stated time frame so when, when they have to renew. So you can gauge the behavior by the time how far we are along during the uh the cycle of the administration. Yeah. So if you're aware of that, then you're aware that, oh, I know why he's calling back now or why he's dodging now and he's not available now because they're in a safe space and don't necessarily need your your vote or support at that time. But then when things get, you know, kinda in and you mounting up and, and prepare for re election, so we, we remember all those folks that we leaned on <laughs> at, at, at the very beginning. So again, these things aren't that hard to figure out once you know once you know the science to it all. That's so true. and I say look at take the emotions out and just look at the playing board as as is how it's set up. Yeah. When yeah. these seats are up for re-election, how many years they are, what position they hold, what's their power and structure. And then once you know all that, it becomes people start who you thought were mighty and powerful are looking very, 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 uh, you know, transparent to you because. Or as I would like to call them, they become suspect. Um, I believe <laughs> Randy was interrupted for a brief Yeah, because, time. you know, elections are public service, but too many times they act around like um, royal. Oh, because my phone, it gets connected to my iPad. If it rings, it, it interrupts. But yeah, elections are public service. And between like being a royal family or anointed in, in stages of the community. But, they, you know, elected officials are nothing but public servants. And we, we, we need to make sure that we start having them act more like a servant than um, than a messiah. Absolutely. You made a valuable point. I had to learn that one myself. I had to learn that. It wasn't a lot of people that uh, you had to be careful who you're trying to save versus who you're serving. And um, I almost, pitched, almost posted a picture today saying something similar to that. And my situation was, I called it, don't miss me because you didn't see the way I was coming. <laughs> a lot of times, you don't know who I am in your life or where I'm supposed to play or what part I'm supposed to play. So you need to be careful how you put me on this board and play me on it. Because just when you think you won, that's when I holler checkmate on you because you lost. Talking about a checkmate... I have another mate that is coming on the show here, and um, I had to call for backup. So I called for my other sister from the No BS Duo show to come sit with us today on the Sister Sister Chat while Kim go handle her business. And it's the one and only Miss Valerie Harrison. Hello, May girly. Hi, beauties. Thank you so much. How are you, honey bun? How are you guys? Hello. So, yes. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm so sorry I'm running late. I just didn't want to come on air driving. So I was like, I didn't want y'all to hear my road rage and be like, "Ooh, that's really how she is." <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you, um, they declared it a hat day. 
So that's why I went and got mine. Oh, I need to go get a hat, huh? Yeah, I, I think. I don't want to mess up my black girl magic. Look, that's all right. I didn't want to mess up my baby here, but I wasn't going to let him go out like that without my hat. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, keeping it real on the conversation. Because if you're going to play me on the board, at least I got to look good while I'm being played. Hey. <laughs> Listen, I was driving and I was listening in, and I saw him pop in with his head. I was like, do that. <laughs> <laughs> See, he popped in the other day with his hair on, the pink hair. I was like, really? Then he going to come in the day with the gray one. I'm like, oh, no, you're not taking me out like that. Uh, it's going to be a brother and a sister affair today. I wore my hat because my brother wore his. Okay? Okay. <laughs> and, then I'm, I'm grow up, and then I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be like Randy. When the city get hot, I'm going to have a runaway spot and light one up. <laughs> Okay. I'm telling you. Exactly. You gotta you, you gotta be able to get out a line of fire. Line of fire. And talking about the line of fire, the line of fire is very close. I just got some um some information that just came in through the back door and it was told that um it was informed that uh we're closing in on the numbers and um Biden won Michigan. Yeah. So if y'all did yeah. two sixty four or it was stated that he won like a little earlier. Maybe like around four thirty ish. Yeah, he's six six, so he's six electoral votes away. Yes. Well those six six those six electoral votes gonna come out of Nevada and he's at two seventy. So essentially, um this game is, is, is honestly I believe over. Um this is why Trump is is, is launching a, a fuselage of lawsuits across the board. Mm-hmm. Um I think Biden has two seventy in it. They want they they're just been very costly with their announcement. That's not even counting count Pennsylvania. So if you look at if you add the Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, Wisconsin, two it's already stated, he'll be at two seventy and that's that's the ball game. And that's with North Carolina, Georgia, and Pennsylvania still still outstanding. And I think that Biden I think Georgia's gonna be the Pennsylvania twenty sixteen and you're gonna see Georgia Go for the Democratic candidate the first time since probably Jimmy Jimmy Carter. Wow. Um. So, um. I got a great go, but I want I want I want to leave this and just say that um, you know, black people across the board, regardless of political ideology, philosophy, party registration, or mindset, that we got to be on we got to all be on notice that this thing is not stacked and set up for us to succeed, and we need one another to secure one another coalesce one another, love on one another, and then work on behalf of one another. Um, so, But there is a one demographic of black folks that I do want to, I, I want to applaud for this electoral cycle. Because Philadelphia looked like uh, voter turnout was only 51%, so it's always very disappointing. Um, but the black people in Georgia, the Cobb County, Fulton County, and Cobb County, it started off as this, the black people moved to Atlanta and they were in Fulton County only, but you know, they've done so well that we, they've spread out into those surrounding suburbs and have taken them over. And that's the reason why you're probably going to see the, a, a Biden win in Georgia. And then, uh, and then um, a special election where you may see a black U.S. senator from the state of Georgia. So let that be an example of when black people work in unison for a same mission and goal, even, even despite their different dynamics and education, economic levels or whatever, that we can achieve something in this country and, and don't think that we can't. Let Georgia be the example. And that'll be it. 
All Absolutely. Right. So like you said, live by example, see the example, and you didn't already told us who the example is. So again, everybody, yep. that was Mr. Triple R. Yes, that was Mr. Randy the Republican. But you know what? As the door swings around and we go around and around and around, we're going to bring on our next guest, who is the one and only Miss Andrea from. Philadelphia Unfiltered. Welcome to the show, madam. How are you? Hey, cousin. I got to get her off of mute. There she goes. Hello. (laughs) So, yes, everyone, everyone, this is Miss Andrea. She is Philadelphia Unfiltered. Yes. I said what I said and I meant what I meant. And we were on last night talking about just this. So the question at hand was, earlier when we created this segment, we were basically saying... One second, Shauna, there's a lot of... Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which window is bringing it in. Somebody's listening at the same time. Okay, we good? Nope, not yet. I think it's on your side, Andrea. Is it on her side? It's on her side. The back, the back draft is on her side. So, um, as we were saying, when we first started this segment of discussion today, it was almost to the point because it was a battle of which side were we going on because it wasn't balanced correctly. It was like it was about to go either way. And it still kind of appears that it could go either way. So we were trying to get prepared to have the conversation of now what? In the event that he has the position, did he really win? So the question is, even though you're in a position or you may have the position, not always you have won. So let me jump off of it for a minute and let me um, connect the dots on a couple of lines of law. So in a relationship, where there's a man and two women. So the one woman thinks she won, but in reality, did she really win? Because it may just been the one who didn't get him actually won the situation because he didn't do that situation right for the one who did win. So she actually ended up winning. Or better yet, that relationship you had and that door was closed, you may have lost that relationship but as you look back and you see that relationship or the relationship to come, you see you may have just won. Or better yet, that job position that you thought you wanted, and you get in that position and you beat somebody out of it or somebody beats you out of it and you think you lost. But as you see what all it took to do that job, you realize, whoo, they saved my life. You missed that bullet. In this situation, we're talking about the house. So we're saying just because he's in the house, it doesn't mean that because of the other pieces on the board, we still got a house full of cards. So is the game over because he won? Hmm, good question. And I say no. I say no as well. And it always comes right back to what happened before. Obama won the house, but did he really win? And then cases, no, he did not. Because 
of the seats and the pieces that was around him that stopped him from winning. So it always asks you a question. Just when you win it, sometimes you got to stop and wonder, am I really winning or am I losing? I don't know. You with D? You, you took the shovel out that time. Uh, there you go. I took the shovel again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, if you look at it, it's, it's like, um, for lack of a uh, better expression, it's just like pissing in the wind. Um, like you said, you, you have the position and it's almost like you're a figurehead, but you you don't have whatever you say, you know, uh, the Senate is going to bump it. So it, it, right. it's just like, I, I just feel like this platform right here will, uh, change a lot of lives, uh, on the aspect that, um, we're raising, my sister Shauna is raising awareness and if enough people, this is one thing that I have learned, if enough people uh, keep seeing something and it's consistent, uh, eventually they're going to tap into it and just see what's going on. And, you know, as soon as they listen, you know, it may tap their interest, you know, iron sharpens iron. So uh, I, I think my sister is right on that one right there. You won, but did you really win? And that's actually something for all of us to uh, think about in all aspects. You you took the shovel out. Because when you think about it, at the end of the day, it's about where you stand and who you are and what piece you play on the board. That's right. Because I can't sit all day and bang. It's like what we said um, last night on the filter. Um. I can't wait for my hero to come. I, and just like Randy said, you got to be your own. It starts with you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't expect nobody to teach you or somebody thinking that you need to be taught if you never have the conversation about what you need. That's right. Yeah. It's not going to just fall into your lap and say, right. oh, here it is. But I will say this, and some of y'all going to look at me crazy because I had to look at myself crazy. I had to check myself and pinch myself and roll back off the bed and back on again. I declare last night around 4 o'clock, I looked at my phone, and I could have sworn it said Biden won, and I went to sleep. All right. I said something. When you don't have to worry about who holds the future of your hand, you don't have to stay away wondering and be stressed out or you can sleep. (laughs) So I guess he figured I was going to stress out and start looking again. So he was like, let me show her a prediction or let me give her a premonition. Because I declare when I woke up, I didn't see nowhere where Biden won. And I was like, So I hit the back button and went back on Google to rewrite history. And I was like, well, what was I looking at? I said, well, maybe I was dreaming. I don't know. But all I got to say is I thank God that he continued to sprinkle the fairy dust of sleep on me and let me sleep. Because I would have been like some people who set up and people are losing their minds because they're like, yo, if he went, I'm going to burn it down. It's like, I'm going to get my 
we had to stand, you know, in the line. It was just awesome to be able to go with her hand in hand and to be able to go with her to place her first her first rope that can definitely change the whole state, you know, change the mindset and everything that's going on in the United States today. And her vote makes a big difference. And everyone else's vote makes a big difference as well. But personally speaking for my mother that was able to take, you know, her first time voters to vote. It was awesome. Mine was funny because um, when he came home, when my son came home to vote, he um, he said, I'll be right back because he wanted me to take him, which was only around the corner. So I said, well, I'll walk with you. I'll take you because it was getting dark. <clears throat> and, you know, the rumors had already started that, you know, they was going to start <laughs> acting crazy. So I was like, all right, I better go with him. <laughs> and it seemed like he had just walked out the door and he was back in. I was like, did, did you go? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, um, you voted? He's like, yeah. I said, you just walked out the door. He was like, I know. I'm like, did you vote or are you playing with me? Stop playing. You play too much. He's like, no, I voted. It was the fact he ran and there was no line. So he was able to get in, get out, and run back home. But he did it so fast, it seemed like he had just went out the door. And I was like, wow. And then I remember when I went to vote, I did a live. And I showed y'all. It was nothing there. And I was able to walk right in and walk right out. It was so confusing to the point where I was like, um, is that all I got to do? They're like, yeah. I was like, nothing else? They're like, nothing? I was like, well, dang, y'all was ready. And we were ready. We were so ready. I'm telling you, Philadelphia, if nobody else says it, I'm going to say it. I was so not so, I not was. I am so proud of you the way you went yes, about this because y'all was ready. Some of y'all did y'all little ballot thing and y'all was ready. Y'all was ready. And most of all, I appreciated the people that trust the process because some people was like, I mailed it. Um, I think they got it. Um, <laughs> but I know I did my part. It was like they knew they sold their seed and that was all they needed to have known that they did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, go check your email and let your email now say from pending to now county. Yeah. So, but for some people, they didn't need to even know that because they already have believed and trusted the process, no matter how they did it. And just mm-hmm. like El Samuel said it, if you did not matter, they would not have done everything they tried to do to stop you. Mm-hmm. That's just it. That was that was math to me. Yeah. That was mad to me, but um I know everybody didn't have uh that story. Some people had uh some people had some other stories like uh Lynette, Lynette, you said um you turned your TV off at ten instead of prayer. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I think the Lord heard all of us praying last night. I really <laughs> I really do. But um Andrea, you didn't have that kind of turnout story, did you? No, Cuzzo was in line early in the morning. He was like, <laughs> I was number one actually in something I've been called and ended up being number six. But I was out there. Okay. We was out there. Um but my 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 experience with the with the whole voting thing in the community, it wasn't as 
pleasant, like not my actual voting experience, just the aftermath wasn't as pleasant. Um, I was asked if I needed a hug because I voted. Um, so that kind of turned into this weird dialogue with someone else um, and ended up in his apology to me. And it was something that we were talking about last night on um, Philly Unfiltered. A caller had, uh, he had made mention of people being too cool to vote or being too cool to let people know that they voted. And it was funny he said that because I'm like, the guy that posted it, his initial post insinuated that he didn't vote because he was like, well, here we go with all the posts, the uh, I voted stickers, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, when you asked me, you told me that you did. So it was like, why are you putting on a show for the outside screen? You know, like, what, what are you doing? Like, either either you voted or you didn't. And my thing to anybody that I came across, and I hope that you see this, anybody that I came across that told me to my face that they were not voting, because last night, like everybody else, it was probably like close to two. Um, I was watching CNN, and a guy was saying that, you know, every state is, is usually one state that really, really has the control to, uh, elect an, to elect a president. And he said Pennsylvania might be that state that could elect the president. So me, I'm no politician. I don't know if this is true or false. So what I said to myself, I said, self, myself said, yeah. <laughs> if Pennsylvania, if we got if we got the power, like what was that CNC Music Factory, if we got the power, anybody that did not place a vote, I would like for you to continue to STFU because your vote would have that. Your voice does matter your opinions do make sense like i think we've gotten so comfortable with not speaking and not standing up for ourselves because we've been beaten down for so long that like people just they're exhausted with it uh, uh, you know i really think they are really really exhausted with the fight i'm 40 and i don't think i'm 40 yet so i ain't exhausted i'm up i hold on both I woke like the other people that's woke and spewing ignorance. Those sleepwalkers, you know, your 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 body is awake, but your mind is still is still asleep. Because even 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 in this voting, and we were saying this last night, it is a full step outside the box. Stop thinking about just the president. When we have these murders on the street, y'all went off because that white man murdered that black man in the street. But when did y'all go off when that cop murdered that that cop murdered that man? Or when that black man murdered that other black man? We don't complain about our mirror killers. We only complain about the white man, about the man. But if we went out and did our primary voting, if we knew who our city council people were, you know, if we knew things in between the presidential election, then we would know who houses we should be standing in front of screaming, I'm black and I'm proud when we feel like Black Lives Matter. Please don't get me touched on the Black Lives Matter movement and people that shout the Black Lives Matter, but they get upset when you ask them to whom? Because if our Black Lives Matter, why is it 365 days in a year that my co-host, he made a very valid point, it's 365 days in a year and we already we are already at 400 plus bodies. That is a 
problem. That's bigger than presidential election. We we talk about home. Everything starts with home. When we talk about God, that starts with home. We talk about religion, it starts with home. We talk about teaching our children, you know, the things that they are not teaching us in school that starts at home. We were having that conversation last night as well. Why do we leave it up to the teachers to teach our children? But then when we feel like they're not educating them properly on our history, now we want to be mad and talk about school and a white man and all the other stuff. How about we, we try to do it ourselves first? Give them what they won't give them. That's that's you. 53, Trump is at 214. I'm sorry, I'm watching it live. Yes, um, and look like we may be even even able to have the party tonight. Uh, everybody was asking yesterday was we going to open up the studio at midnight for the answer, and um, then midnight came, but we was like, no, there's no answer. <laughs> there's none. But it looked like we may have the end results before the end of this show. That would be nice. That would be. Because and I, I want, I'm sorry, I wanted to something my cousin said. Donald Trump, that's what I was going to last night. He tweeted that he won last night. And look, 
Well, we're talking about Philadelphia again, and look, it's happening again. The bank is on Philly. It was stated that we was the battleground, but we wasn't listening. I kept playing it, and I kept playing it. It said Philly was the battleground, and it says that Philly buys it, brought it. Did it not say that? Yeah, it did. I believe it did, and I think you know. I'm trying to find my little Philly boat uh, banner thing so I can pick that up real quick. Can't find it though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Looky, looky, cookie. Hmm. It is what it is, and it's going to be what it's going to be. Oh, look, I found it. Do it, do it, do it. I was hyped when I saw it. Do it, do it. I was so hyped. What do you think? Because he kept saying, you know, talking crap about Philly and, you know, things like that. You know, the things that he, you know, referenced to Philly and how the bad things happen in Philly. So I'm like, oh, let's change that narrative. Like, yeah, bad ass things happen in Philly. But, you know, you can always say bad things happen in Philly, but it's your interpretation on what it is that you. And, and how you said it. And I believe that bad things happen here. I believe that we are a wonderful city in spite of whatever. We right. are a, a wonderful city and we show up and we show out and it shows that we show that we showed up and we showed out yesterday. It showed. It showed. So, sure yes, did. bad things do happen in Philly. Yes, it does. Bad things happen we in Philly. We get up and we show out. You know, not only what it is that people see, and what it is that people think, and what it is that, you know, whatever, whatever whatever he may put out there. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for putting so much emphasis on Philly to have people to come and search us out. Because now we're being searched out because you said out of your mouth. That's just like, oh my goodness, I love his hair. I love his hair. That gray hat, if, if you guys were not on the show and you didn't see that gray hat, we now got 1,300 people coming on the show. Looking at this man's head, and I'm going to post that too, just so they can look at how fly you are. The same thing happened. Wait a minute, hold on. Let me hold you up first. Before you do that, let me let me blow him up. Let me blow him up so you can take the picture. Yo, look at the hat, y'all. Look okay. at the hat, y'all. Look at like, the hat. Like, seriously, things happen, and word of mouth is so powerful. And he, Absolutely. Just, he just don't know what he did. Like, you talk so much. This man talks so much and has no idea what it is that he's speaking about. He talks just to listen. He talks just so he can listen to himself, not to comprehend. So people don't understand what it is that he is saying, and he just, just talks. But thank you so much for talking and talking about us and putting us on the map to take you down. Thank you. That's what we say. We say thank you to that. We say thank you. This is what happens. But it was oh, said on what show was that? What, the night before last? When I, I don't know what the gentleman's name was when um he was referring he was saying that uh forty five was the necessary evil that yes. we needed. Because yes. what happened was it, it, it brought everybody into plain view yes. sight of, of who they really were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the way I look I embraced it like that and I was like, Wow. You're talking about taking out a shovel going deep. He did that. Yeah. And he did, because when you see people for who they are, you recognize and you move. That's yeah. right. And that's, like I said, back, and I've been saying it the whole time, you know, 
the only good thing that really, well, a couple of things happened that I could say that was good was in his leadership was people didn't want to be under his ruling, so they got up out of the seat. So when they got out of the seat, new people was able to go sit in. And it just so happened some of them people that were sitting in became women and judges. Uh-huh. That's right. That was the one good thing happened. Second good thing that was happening was you made people now comfortable to say, I'm a racist. But what you forgot to tell them is that was the consequences behind your actions. And the consequences were you forgot, you told people that, uh, and people was us, that um, you liked it at us, mm-hmm. and that you needed us votes, and you was us friends, but yet you said you racist. But he said that to everybody to get what he wants. I, Andrea, I'm your best friend. I'm your best friend. You my dog. We tight until I get what I want from you, and then shush be going. Shauna, I love you, girl. Yes, I love you so much. No, don't nobody say nothing about Shauna. We're going to go back to and live a color, okay? Yeah, don't nobody say nothing about Shauna. Don't nobody say nothing. And then as soon as you walk away, I'm like, God <laughs> That's what he does. Mm-hmm. That's, he is, he is, if you've never, ever known what a narcissist was, if you never knew what a narcissist was, or to be, we was in a relationship for four years with a narcissist. And right. nobody, and nobody said anything about it. Nope. Why? Because he tickled your fancy when it was good for him. Because that's what they do. <laughs> That's what narcissists do. They sweet when they ready and, 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 and when they and when and when they don't it's zip, shut nothing up. And that's like a job. When you are in a job and your manager is cracked and they always tell you when the head jumps shit, it's over. So when those heads started jumping shit, you knew right then and there that that man was not the man for the job. And they jump shit. The mean fire run, they was like, he's out. I'm, I'm going. Mm-hmm. You just got to tell me to leave. I'm happy. Let me grab my cup. Let me grab my, they got their little box. They said, let me grab my, my stationer. Let me grab, I'm out of here. I don't want to be under this. But you want to know what he did? He said, it's okay. Let me go to somebody else's fancy and bring them in and use them. Who was the guy that he fired right after they said he was fine? Right after you said, I'm good. Now yeah, I'm firing you. And then, he, and then the man is coming back saying how much of a bad man he is. No. He tickles you the right way for that specific reason. And then right. you can't come back. You can't come back. Now. That's not good. That's not good in a relationship. Okay? That's not good in a relationship. Your boyfriend is the best until you all break up. Woo! Jesus! He the best thing. He the next best thing that's been better than sliced bread. Okay? And but the second y'all break up, it's like little, 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 little. And then the second he come back, your people, all your friends don't even care no more because you done hit it out here about how bad they were. You better preach, girl. I'm just saying, let's be single. Let's get rid of this four year relationship. I'm over it. <laughs> I ain't in a relationship so bad that I wanted to leave my life. Listen, my friend was like, I'm ready to end this four-year abusive relationship with it's Donald Trump. Can y'all vote, please? Because mm-hmm. it is. This has been an abusive relationship. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And if we as people don't understand that, like, I get it. It's like Joe Biden said something that happened in, what, 1984? Mm-hmm. 
whatever. I'm not sure of the date, but this is the thing. If you were not born in the 80s, you don't understand the crack era. If you've never seen New Jack City, which clearly shows exactly what happened. I was born in March of 1980. I feel like the 80s and the coronavirus crack, coronavirus, crack swept through cities like nobody's business. They started robbing, stealing, and killing for their drugs, right? The coronavirus came out of nowhere. It's killing everybody. Even having us being murdered in the street, because it's in, I think outside the box, everything is a distraction and everything is, is a design plan by the other man. Not the man, but the other man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. it's, it's the order. Everything is in order. Yes, Donald Trump had to get in there to regain order, because we were losing. He was God was losing us. I'm gonna say it. He was losing us. He was losing us because we were not turning to him for anything. Mm-hmm. Well, the devil stuck his chest out and he starts saying it with his chest. But you want to know why a lot, of times, a lot of people blame it and it's not even it's not even huh. We got free will. Of that, 
But because nobody had the conversation and somebody went based off of what they believed that they thought was in front of them, that according to their understanding, this is what had happened was. So as yes. a result, you decided to do this. Right. But wait a minute. Talking about as a result to do this, I got to rewind y'all because, you know, y'all was hot. Y'all was hot. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, <laughs> I'm going to play that, that game. So this is what I got from all of y'all. Y'all ready? From all y'all conversation. This <laughs> is what I got. <laughs> This was our response. This is what we said. 
now is word from our proud sponsor. This city radio shoot show at the UK Union with Sean Clark, Alex Whitmore, our own Tri-City DJ, the king of all these Audi habits, and DJ Willard, a proud sponsor of the Media Deal Show. You can tune in to their live stream on our radio broadcast via the internet to the UK and the world on the weeklyradioshootshow.com. Our new English family, welcome to the Known Deal Show family. Meeting ID number E21493-18054, no password meeting. So there you go. There you have it. The situation unfolds. And um, we ready. We ready to tell him that this love affair and the way that he's treated us, we ready to tell him that, you know, he got to go. It's time for him to dismiss. It's over. It's like, how do you know? You know, somebody that is you just you were about to lose your job. Oh, you about to lose your job. Get this there. You were about to lose your job because you are detaining us for nothing, and you're killing us for nothing. For nothing. <laughs> so, talking about killing us for nothing, I'm gonna bring in Pastor Yvonne. She has some news to tell us. In just about a second, I'm going to wait for her to pop on in and let us know. Is she there? Let me see. I think she's still trying to connect. Well, real fast, uh, the lawsuit's been filed for Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin by Donald Trump. Of course. He already said it. He said what he said. Two hours ago, and he did what he did. what he was going to do. Yep, he did it. It's like two hours ago, he filed a lawsuit in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin because he feels like the votes should not still be counted after the polls have closed or after the election day. So you can't do you can't do that because of the mere fact of you changed the rules when you said you were not going to count until the day of election. How are they going to be able to count on the day of election? It's impossible. It's it impossible. Yeah, but he didn't think we would do it. Well, to flip the script and tell you about what else we doing, I have Pastor Yvonne on, and she has some news for us. Hello, Pastor Yvonne. How are you? I think Hello, I lost Pastor her again. Yvonne. Did I lose her again? I think I lost her again. Yeah, it looks like he's streaming. Like he's trying to come in. I'm going to call her on this line and let y'all go ahead and break this thing down. Because I'll see you in the song again. You are about to lose your job. Get this man. You are about to lose your job because you are detaining us for nothing. And you're killing us for nothing. So I think we got her now. Do we have her now, Pastor Yvonne? Uh, no, I don't see her yet. No, I don't know. I saw her pop up on the screen. And then I called her on Messenger. Let me see. All right. protesting, y'all. Y'all go ahead and take it from here. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. It's a protest happening right now. Where? Um, I think they downtown. Uh, hey. 
know, protests in Philly, protests are underway in Philadelphia. I know we clicked you on, but you disappeared. Talk back a little bit in reference to the, I couldn't see you. You popped off. The memes that was moving around about the protesting and the purging that was supposed to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all of that, I was just like, okay. Like, yeah, there's nothing else that you can do. Okay. Take your camera back on again. I'm going to bring you back I'm so glad that it did not take place. And I don't even know yeah, if you can get Yeah. Look, it's right. And I was about to say that it was probably. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, they started it. Because my whole thing is this. One of them stated, you know, that they were going to purge and march to the young gentleman that passed away. But his parents are telling you this. Chill out and say, yeah. So there's no way that you can honestly respectfully do what you're going to do for this man. If the, and that's how we know. Right off the bat. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hello, Patsy Yvonne. How are you? Can you hear us? So I see her, but now I can't hear her. <laughs> yeah, I see her as well. So I'm going to give her the phone number and let her call in. Because I think she's using an iPhone. And for some reason, if you're using an iPhone, it just works backwards. Mm. Mr. Eric is watching for work. He said you're doing a great job. Is she back now? I think Y'all can you hear me? I Yay! There she go. Got you now. Okay. Well, hello. How are you, my lovely one? I'm doing well, thank you. How's everyone? Everyone awesome. is good. Everyone is good. So I understand yeah. you have some interesting news that we need to share with our sisters. Yes, I wanted to share with you all that we are having a wonderful, wonderful conference on this Saturday, November the 7th at 12 noon. It's called 200 Women in Jeans. And it's a time where we get all the women and young women together, and we want to still talk about that our visions remain in spite of all that we're going through with this pandemic and our number 45 and there's all kinds of stuff going on but we still going to move forward in our visions and what god has for us still going to move we're going to be boss women and we're going to do our thing in spite of all that's going on so we wanted to invite the ladies to 200 women in jeans which is this saturday at 12 noon and uh, so how can we get involved or how can we get connected to this so how you can get connected is, is it is a uh, you have to register for the event, and it you would either go on our website, which is n c d t w ministries dot com. I'm sorry. You go on the website. Could you, please, could you please say it again? You're you were breaking up. I'm trying to write it down so I can post okay. it. Okay, it's n. C D T W Ministries. And as an N C C as in cat, D as in dog, T nope, as in nope, nope. T as in T as in T as in T as in church, D as in dog, T as in time, Ministries. Okay. Dot com. Dot com. Thank you so much. I'll go one and I'll post it now. Is there a limit to how many uh, women can come? Or no, many women as can get on. We want all the women. 